0: welcome to dbp the drunk bitches podcast i'm jamie and i'm sarah each episode we pair a wine with a topic where you get more lip with
1: each sip so let's get started but first pass the wine bitch hey everybody welcome to episode seven of dbp we're gonna pop open a bottle of our reckless love
0: I'm so excited
1: for this. (laughs) It's Okay, and the reason why, well, one of the reasons why this is so exciting is because it's a glow-in-the-dark bottle. I think it's so much fun. Like,
0: And the winery is called Rebel
1: Coast Winery. There are so many things to be excited about today, people. Just sit tight. Sit tight. Well, first, pour yourself a glass of wine because we're going to do that. Sarah's going to pop open this bottle. Hell,
0: yeah, because I have been looking at this bottle (laughs) like I need to open it now.
1: Not just today. <laughs> Every time we go to like a wine shop, I know uh, it just screams, by Ooh. me!" Oh, careful. Ooh. Um.
0: So, in the middle of this bottle, there's a big mustache too.
1: Yeah. <gasps> oh, that was so lovely.
0: Hey, there's a phone number on here.
1: What? Can I get your digits? All right, so one of the fun things about Rebel Coast Winery is that on all of their wine corks that they have in their bottles, and I'm not even kidding you, I'm pretty sure this is like, well, maybe it's not handwritten. It definitely looks like it's handwritten. Uh, There's a phone number for one of their staff that you can call. It looks like this particular staff is uh, in the middle of a really awesome dance move. (laughs) His name's AJ. His name's AJ. But um, so we'll definitely need to give him a little a little call at some point, perhaps. Um, but while you're pouring your, that wine, and oh my, it's a beautiful wine. This is a it's a 2014. It's a California blend and it's a red. And so it's actually a blend of cab, which we've talked about before, and syrah, which I don't think we've had before, right? Mm.
0: I don't think so. No. Oh my! But. This is a very deep Burgundy
1: colored wine. Oh, wow. Okay. Wait. And, he, and you just said it's Burgundy in color, right? Mm-hmm. Can I quote something from their website? Yeah. Okay. Please do. So, um, speaking of Burgundy, in the actual description of this wine, it says... Um, Let the feeling of soft, aromatic grapes sucker punch you, followed up by a finish Ron Burgundy would describe as being lulled to sleep by the laughter of puppies. (laughs) So um, Rebel Coast Winery indicates that they don't even know what that means, but that's okay because it sounds absolutely amazing. So I would say... I like it. It's a unique taste. I feel like I haven't
0: had wine like this before.
1: It has an interesting scent, Mm -hmm. right? Cloves. I'm getting a little bit of cloves. And is this like cooked plum? I don't know. Am I stewed? Stewed plums, yeah. Which is weird. Wow, we're getting super descriptive about our fruits, no? We also taste the same things nowadays. (laughs) Yeah, this is so... Definitely a surprise when you pop open, but it's really nice. It's very, very smooth. Um... Yeah.
0: So, um, can I read the back of this?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You read it facing this way. Okay. Because they can see. Cause, cause they can see. <laughs> you know that warm, fuzzy feeling you get
0: after meeting someone attractive? Yes. Jamie Sorry, does. I'm responding. <laughs> well, that's common sense leaving your body. Wait, what? Common sense leaving your body? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's happened to me once or twice. Sure. Uh, with, with that in mind, six California roommates crafted this velvety blend as a mm. middle finger to taking it slow. Okay. I feel like that sounds pretty reckless, right? (laughs) So if you are old enough. Wait, did you just say that's the motto of your life? Yeah. So if you are old enough to know better, but still too young to care, remember that finding yourself hilarious and lovemaking are both valid forms of exercise. Okay. I like it. P.S. This bottle goes in the dark, and then in parentheses, you know why.
1: (laughs) Why? Love-making? Oh.
2: <laughs>
1: <Wait. laughs> and then I think on their site somewhere they say because you obviously need to find a bottle in the dark. And oh. I was like, yeah, that's actually pretty legit. That's true, too. I don't know why more people don't do love it. love-making. Th- actually, I think, you're, I think you're... Wait, but do, is this the only one that's glow-in-the-dark? I don't know. All right, we'll have to find that out. Because they do have several other very cleverly named uh, wines. So we'll have to take a peek. And I think that we are actually trying to, we're considering posting more, like using more of their wines for our uh, features. Yeah, because
0: they're so fun. And I love their mottos and they're just, their whole mantra they have going on.
1: So. Yeah. Why, uh, this bottle is slightly chipped. Um, yeah, I did that.
0: <clears throat> so why don't you tell the listeners what happened?
1: Well, Sarah and I were, uh, going to our favorite, one of our favorite wine shops, Ray's, and they were doing an awesome double points day. Uh, so we were like, yeah, we're going to stock up on our DVP stuff. So I walk in, I grab you know, a little basket. Jamie, got yeah. a little excited. I got really excited. So I started like throwing, not throwing, not but throwing. kind of. Gently placing bottles of wine in my basket. And then I realized, holy crap, I have a really heavy basket. <laughs> like, I should probably put this in a cart. So the error occurred when I was placing my basket in my cart and I let go too quickly. And I just kind of dropped it. And then it crashed. And, <laughs> and then I broke a bottle um a different bottle that we will use in a future episode. Um no, but not that one. <laughs> but but not that one, obviously, because that red wine, that all entire over
0: the floor. The floor,
1: my pants, my gym shoes, my socks. My gym shoes smelled so much like wine that I couldn't I actually haven't worn them since that day. I need to wash them still.
0: Weren't they not? Wasn't the floors not carpet?
1: No, they were. It was carpet. I know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just, no, I was everyone I was in the other aisle and I just heard a splash. And then it's just down, like this like pouring. I come down and it's literally like <laughs> waterfall coming down. It was really amazing. Car. So if you're on our Instagram account, feel free to look at the pictures that I had to take and have Jamie live up to. For they the rest
1: were of life. I you know what? It's a memorable occasion and I, you know what? It was it was worth it to get Lots of DBP wines uh, for our forthcoming episodes. Um, so that's so that's long I'm story short or short story long. This was at the bottom. This was actually I think this was on top of it. Ah, okay. And so this might have been the one that got chipped as it hit it and probably hit the other wine just so perfectly that we yeah that one yeah. So I've been housing this in my wine fridge, but inside of a plastic baggie.
0: I mean, I don't just think it's case, enough
1: that it would do anything. I don't think so, but, you know, sometimes, like, I don't know physics that well. And but let's like, just tell everyone that it did
0: not um, impact any of the uh, letters, so it still goes in the dark.
1: W- true, but, oh, did you wipe off the wine spot already? Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> We're just a hot mess with this wine bottle. There was a little bit of wine spot on the m- mustache, uh, because it's a mustachioed wine. So, yeah. But um, speaking of Chip... Uh, in the bottle, Chip also put, made what's in the bottle. Uh, Chip is one of the member, or founding members, yeah?
0: Yes, he is the winemaker and founder, Chip Forsyth.
1: Yeah. Which
0: is funny because we also met in, kind of in Forsyth-ish.
1: Ish. <laughs> I also used to live on Forsyth ah, in St. Louis. so yeah. many
0: connections here. But anyways,
1: um, I think we should give him a call. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Guys, so we're really calling Chip We're calling Forsyth. Chip the... Um, Wait. Chip. 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 <laughs> like you're popping a bottle. There you Chip. go. Oh my God, mm. that sounds like Pringles. <laughs> Once you pop, you can't stop. <laughs> but you know what? I could also change that so that it's about wine. Once you DVP, you can't stop. <laughs> Indeed.
0: Indeed. <laughs> All right. We got to share that with, with Chip. Sessions. I can't do it like you Chip. can. There you Chip. go. All right. We are calling him... His area codes Texas. Is it? Yeah. Good afternoon. This is Chip. Hi, Chip. This is Sarah and Jamie from DBP.
1: Hey, how's it going? How's it
0: going. <laughs> uh, Jamie just discovered a new way to say your name.
1: Uh, nice. Yeah, it's Thanks. Chip. <laughs> With a nice little pop at
0: the end. It sounds like a Pringles. It sounds like a Pringles can opening. <laughs> So, anyways, we're drinking your wine. Um, it's very good. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, like, 100%
2: of the time someone uh, tries it, the <laughs> first thing they do is they're like, wow, it's actually pretty good.
1: You know, well, it's funny. I mean, you sit and you look at the uh, at the wine. First of all, the bottle itself is just, like, it draws your attention to it because it's you know, just the, just the words, just the mustache instead of a flat label, like across it. It's amazing. Um, Thank you. is that your mustache on the bottle?
2: Yeah. Yeah. We didn't know what to, uh, <laughs> we didn't know to put on the bottle. So my little brother was like, dude, why don't you put your dumb mustache on?
1: This <laughs> <situation?"> <laughs> do you wait? The, the serious question is, do you, I know that pictures on your website show you with the mustache. Do you always have the mustache?
2: I've had this one for, I think, like five years. Holy
0: cow! That's a long (laughs) time. Yeah. That's a lot of man grooming. Manscaping? Man grooming. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome.
1: So, we were reading a little bit about uh, Rebel Coast Winery and how you got your start, but I think, you know, tell us, did you actually like wine before? Like, what really kind of, like, pulled you into it?
2: Um, I don't know. I, like, I came out to California for college, and then um, I, I was a wrestler. And a couple of my buddies were like, yo, dude, we're going to sneak onto this party bus. <laughs> and and it's it's free if we sneak on. It's, like, three days of partying in Santa Barbara. And so we got on the I bus. I want to sign up
0: for that. I would sign up for yeah. that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we were, like, 19 with fake IDs, so we, like, get on the bus and, like, start boozing it up, and everyone's, like, kind of confused, like, what are you guys doing, We're like, the party bus, like, no, no, wine tasting tour, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we stopped at all the wineries of that movie, Sideways, because it had just come out, we stopped at all those wineries, so I tried wine, and turns out I was going to like the best school in America to study winemaking.
1: Yeah, so, wait, UC uh, UC Davis? No.
2: no UC Berkeley? The best one, Cal Poly. Oh, <laughs>
1: sorry, sorry.
2: <laughs> no, I, no, dear <laughs> Joe. Um, and uh, yes, that was when I had my first class of wine then, and found out you could study it. So I quit wrestling, got a job at a winery, and um, uh, changed my major to wine and viticulture. And, just like, uh, it was 2004.
1: That's amazing. That's so really cool. I like your, I love your pictures, by the way.
2: Oh, thanks. Of
0: yeah, you making wine nice. back in the day.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, my god. It looks yeah. like a
0: college party, but
1: in Totally.
2: <laughs> it was a thousand percent a college party. And I would just <laughs> trick, my, trick my friends into helping bottle this stuff.
1: It's smart. You're smart like, man. You're uh, like, once yeah. week for me. And... There's a reason oh, why you've yeah. accomplished as much as you have. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, so what was your, what was your first wine that you made? Like what varietal? Cause this, the reckless love is a blend, right?
2: Yeah. So the reckless love, it actually started out. So the first wine that I made for myself was that freshman year. Um, I was working at a winery and driving by all these vineyards at night or, you know, during the day or whatever. Um, and you can you can just by driving you can kind of tell when they're going to be ready for harvest. And there's no yeah. we don't really have a deer we don't have a lot of like deer out here, oh. so you don't really need fences around your
0: vineyards.
2: Okay. Um, So like one night we were like, well, let's just go steal a bunch of grapes. So we, <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know what grapes we grabbed, but
1: uh, <laughs> were they red or were they white? He has uh, no they're idea.
2: Red. Okay. Yeah, they're red. Yeah.
1: At least you know that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and then um, after a while, after like every year, we'd go steal grapes and then make wine in the backyard and trash cans and stuff, and then go sell it to kids in the dorms. Oh my um, god! So, yeah, one year, one year the batch turned out halfway decent. So <laughs> I was graduating that year, and so I went to the the, the vineyard that we've been lifting all the grapes from and. Went and talked to uh, to the owner. I gave him a bottle of it. He was like, oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> like, I was like, actually, oh, my goodness. Is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, these, are your, these are your grapes. I'd like to start buying them from you now.
1: <laughs> Wait, did you fess up?
2: Yeah, yeah. And I still buy grapes from him. He's in Paso Robles.
1: That's awesome.
2: Yeah, so that the stuff we make the Reckless Love out of is his, his Syrah and then nice. a, a Cabernet from uh, Alexander Valley up in North Sonoma.
0: Okay. That's really cool. Yeah. How do you come up with your names? Because I love them. I mean...
2: The first winery I started, we made a wine and it was called Sexual Chocolate. (gasps) Wait, that's...
1: Hold the phone. Hold the fucking phone, man. We haven't tried that yet.
2: Oh, it's not good anymore. (laughs) I sold the the winery in 2012 and it just went to absolute So you're trying to
0: tell us we need to find like a 2012... Or 2011, yeah,
2: even even that wine wasn't that good. Oh man, <laughs> my first my first wine. Um, but yeah, so I just I learned in school that and just throughout life that it's really if you name something, um, that's like easy to pronounce, fun, easy to remember, and kind of fun to say. Then uh, then people aren't intimidated when they're ordering it. Yeah, right. trying to trying to pronounce it. Um, yeah, so that's, that's where all the names come from.
1: That's like marketing one oh one, man. Yeah, it works. Yeah, <laughs> it, but it it's, works. but you know what? It's amazing how many people do not employ that, uh, right? mindset. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. It's like a lot of people put their last name on the bottle and it's like, dude, I have such a hard time remembering people's names. <laughs> oh my like, God, Even me when too. I meet them in person. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, remember my last name. God, damn it, <laughs> and they're, they're all tried. pronounced
1: some crazy way, yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure. yeah. No, this is amazing. Um, so, reckless love, um, cab Syrah We were we were tasting some uh, some interesting, pl- like stewed plum.
2: Is that? Oh, isn't that so good?
1: Y- yeah. uh, yes, this and is like, like a wildly little,
0: a little different bit of clove. I'm getting
2: yeah, oh, dude. Our, so I've always been for the reckless love. We always use the cab Syrah blend from the same here. Our 2012 stuff, I only have, like, 10 cases of it left. It's consistently the best wine I've ever had. Like, it's so fucking
0: good. Really? really?
2: Yeah. It takes, like, 20 minutes to open up, and then it's just, like, dark plum, like, dark milk chocolate. Like yeah. It's, just, it's so freaking good. It really came together. But, like... Honestly, like, if you're in Sonoma or basically anywhere in California in 2012 and 2013, like, if you didn't make fire wine, like, then you're, you probably shouldn't be a winemaker because it was so easy <laughs> to make good wine that year. It was such a great year.
1: So, so you, how wait, so how long have you actually been – because I wasn't aware that you were somewhere else before Rebel Coast. So you started Rebel Coast, but before – you had started this winery with sexual chocolate. What's yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. So the the wines that uh, the wines that we were making in college, we just gave them silly names like that. And then I <laughs> <laughs> when I graduated, when uh, I graduated, I went to go work for a winery, and uh, they went bankrupt like after the harvest. Oh, geez. I was like, well, yeah, they were they were spending more money than they were making, and it was really annoying. That's yeah, a problem. Um, yeah, and then um, and then they went bankrupt, and I was like, hey, Dad, like, do you think I could start a winery? And he was like, yeah, I mean, go for it. Just start small and don't go into debt. So <laughs> I was like, cool, huh?
1: You're like, I think that's how most people try to start a business, <laughs> yeah, not going I mean, into debt.
2: You know, not in the wine industry. People dump fortunes into it after they've like sold Google stock and lose everything. But yeah, <laughs> so I started really small. We made 400 cases of it, and... Had to go sell it, so we just walked around San Francisco selling it, and um, and then in like 2012, um, I brought on two of my drinking buddies from college to okay. like help me around. the thing. And they're they're good friends, uh, just terrible business partners. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> we ended up hating each other. Oh no, and, that's what they um, always say. It's right, like mixing business I, with family, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, and um, yeah, so. So then I ended up selling, I was just over it. So I sold the winery to them in 2012, like traveled for a year. And then uh, I came back and I was like, dude, I still think I can make some wine. Um, So that's when I started Rebel Coast.
1: Excellent. Now, when you traveled, was that like your inspiration for Lost by Choice or or what? I don't
2: know. Well, that one kind of like, that one was just like, we're trying to figure out, and that, uh, a cool name for something that like means something, and we're always like just like getting out of town, traveling on the weekends and stuff. So, we're yeah. like, I'm terrible at directions, so <laughs> we're always getting lost. But it's like if you've got a bottle of wine and someone that you care about, like, you're fine, no matter what.
0: Oh, yeah. that, that is the absolute truth, man. Like, yeah, that is so true. That is like. I feel like that's
1: the best mantra. It's like the golden ticket, right? A bottle of wine and a person that you love. Yeah, for sure.
2: Dude, And so for the Lost by Choice, we made um, each label is a drawing, you know, like a a photo that we took. And then our buddy drew over the photos. Oh, really? each label is like me or my friends or something like that. And on the back, the back label peels off. And on the inside of it is a uh, conversation starters that are like real...
1: Oh, we're definitely gonna yeah. we're definitely gonna use that in the future episode too.
2: Yeah, it's super cool stuff. That's really cool. Wow. Um, oh, and did you see that we made the reckless love glow in the dark?
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, okay, we have theories. So we have theories about this, and also we've been holding it under light because it was it was in the dark for a l- little bit of time. I had it
1: in a wine fridge, and then I had it in a cooler, transporting it to her place. So yeah. So now oh. yeah,
0: we finally got it to go in the dark, and we we're really excited. And then we saw that it said that P.S. This bottle glows in the dark. And then in quotes, in
1: <laughs> you're already laughing. And in
0: parentheses, you know why. And so we have theories of the you know why. Okay. Do you want to okay. hear Jamie's theory or mine? I think oh. Sarah's is probably right.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. Either.
0: <laughs> okay. So my theory was like, you're having sex and so you're in the dark and maybe you want some wine during, after, before. I don't know. That's probably. Okay. okay. Is, and then, is that accurate? Well, tell him your theory and then he can tell. Maybe it's all of them.
1: I don't know. I mean, I think my theory is just so you can find it. Well, you say it on the website, but it's like you can find it in the dark, which could be applied to a plethora of settings. <laughs> not necessarily made for I lovemaking. Mean, however, however like it's called
0: reckless love. I right? Mean, you're like
1: <laughs> <laughs> given given the name. It definitely makes more sense to go with Sarah's route, especially <laughs> if you're if you if you're a couple who likes to do it in the uh, in the dark and not with the lights on and.
2: <laughs> no, it definitely is for you to so you can find it in the bedroom,
1: okay. <laughs> or wherever you choose to have your sexual interactions. Correct? Mm-hmm.
2: It could be under a pop up table at a one. It's it oh okay.
1: <laughs> I'm assuming that's an anecdote.
2: <laughs> no. no <I'm- laughs> Line at the fucking event His little brother like disappears for 20 minutes shut up We're like where the shit are you and then he pops up from under the table
0: <laughs> oh my gosh oh my god yeah. that's amazing that's like that's a really good story oh shit so i read on your website that wisconsin is one of your top customers
2: statewide wisconsin yeah yeah okay, we ship wine. Dude, we're, we're in
0: Milwaukee. We're, we're calling you from Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
2: So, no way. Yeah. Yes. Man. Okay, yeah, man. Okay, this? Okay, this may be a long shot, but it usually isn't. Have you ever been to a bridal dress store called Vera's Bridal?: Yes. <laughs> so my grandma's Vera.
0: Shut up. really? <laughs> yeah.
2: You got roots here? Yeah, and then my cousin Brad owns a brewery in Green Bay. Um, I don't think they sell outside of Green Bay. Is it but called Hinterland? A, it's called Stillmank. Oh,
0: no. Uh, oh.
2: And they make, uh, a, they do all the the beer for the Packers Stadium, and they make oh, a beer shit. called Wisco, Wisco Disco. Oh, oh, my God.
0: Wow. So I've actually, n- I've, I've only been to Green Bay once. I've never. So we may have to take a DBP field trip. We definitely
1: need to.
2: Yeah, dude. Guys, he's, he's classic. He's like a classic brewer.
1: Chip, do you ever come to Wisconsin yourself? Do you? Does Rebel Coast Winery come here?
2: Yeah, we actually, and I, I need to come see my grandma, too. Yes, you do. <laughs> That's good.
1: Be a good grandson. Be a good grandson. Yeah.
2: Um. But yeah, last time I was supposed to go out there, maybe like five months ago, for, there's a hotel called the Iron Horse. yeah, yeah man. It's amazing. It's, awesome.
0: it's the Harley. Yeah,
2: and they had, they had like, a big party for us and all this stuff. We we're going to ride Harleys around. And then my freaking buddy booked our flights. You know, like, we got the 12 o'clock a.m. and 12 o'clock p.m. mixed uh, up. no. That's <laughs> a problem. So, so we missed our flights. But we got oh. to the airport to find out.
1: That's
0: so oh, that's, sad. That's sad, man. You're going to have to make uh, another trip out there. Yeah, here.
1: come out. Uh, yeah. Hit up DBP Cheers uh, when you do, uh, and we, we want to meet up. We could do a live podcast. <gasps> could...
2: Yeah, I'm totally down.
1: Yeah,
0: and actually we bought this. Um, was it from Ray's?
1: Yeah, it was from Ray's, yeah, which so is we, out in Wauwatosa. It's
0: one of our, a pretty popular wine store, but um, yeah, we could even record outside there. Be yeah. a fun time. Awesome. Dude, Milwaukee, yeah. lo- like, Milwaukee likes to comfortably drink. <laughs> oh. Comfortably yeah. get wasted. Well, actually, yeah. the whole state. <laughs> like, you're just, like, hanging out. It's, like, a Tuesday at two, and, like, you walk into a bar, and everyone's, like, hey, what's up? And you're, like, hey, does anyone work? And are like, no. Nope. You're <laughs> nope.
2: nope. hanging
1: out. Everyone's chilling. Everyone's chilling.
2: <laughs> Wait, okay. So, you want to know the funniest calls I get. What's that? From- yes. Kansas. Kansas and Yeah. And it's usually when there's a tornado warning. <laughs> and all these motherfuckers just go to the liquor store and hunker down in their no joke storm shelters. And they just like get bored and call me. And,
0: and
1: they, hilarious. Drink, they well, they're drinking your wine, right? It's like and it's like, like a why? it's yeah. like a random thursday night for here. but it's funny because your oh. bottles are probably like the beacon like there because it's like the glow in the dark in their bunkers no
2: right <laughs> <laughs> like, holy cow i didn't yeah uh, but yeah like should you guys be talking on the phone like shouldn't be fattening down the hatches or yeah, something? Rick, I don't know.
0: you're like shouldn't you be saying your last
1: prayers i don't know yeah. but Something's you know what like no chip they want to talk to you they want to talk
2: to you yeah I mean, i'm <laughs> down that's cool
1: that's amazing that's amazing.
0: Oh man, I really, I really love your motto that you have on the website at the end of your about section. Um, oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, ga- I got to read I it, really it to our listeners. If you are the type yeah. of person who refuses to buy into the bullshit, do things your own way, and have a blast while doing it, we are you. We are your peers, your friends, and the people who want to sit, see you smile a big wine stain smile <laughs> while your closest friends Snapchat your most embarrassing moments. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Cheers! Cheers to what we all
0: came here for—a damn good time. So Jamie (laughs) broke, and we just we just Uh. retold the story. But Jamie, as we were buying your wine, (laughs) she broke an entire bottle in the wine store. Not yours. (laughs) Not yours. Not not yours. But yours was on top. So So there's little chips (laughs) in it, which we thought was funny because you know your chip. Ha ha ha. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But. I if you go on her Instagram account, I had to take pictures of her most embarrassing
1: moments. It was it was pretty bad. I felt I was totally mortified and the guys were like super chill about it. And I was like, "Do you can I pay for this?" And like, "No, man. It happens all the time." And I was like, "All right. It was like
0: streaming wine there was like a huge like, puddle of wine. It was like a
1: waterfall of wine. Like red wine. And it got all over me. And you know what? I love the smell of red wine. This is what makes it so sad. I love the smell of red wine, but as I was literally bathed in red wine, it did not smell that great. I was like, I need to I need to go take a shower. <laughs> that is but
2: you know what? You're not the only person who's broken a bottle today. I took a drink. Yeah, I dropped one coming from my cellar to my house, and I just was like walking. I was carrying too many, but yeah.
1: Yeah, meanwhile, I thought it was safe because I had a freaking basket and putting it into a cart, but nope, definitely not. I I just heard
0: a crash, and I came down the aisle, and I was like, oh, well then that's happening and then I just was like that's I got to get my awesome. camera out.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. yeah.
1: My husband was like Wait, uh that Is
2: your know. first post on Instagram?
1: That yeah, I think so yeah. Yeah, probably. Get it? Get it. <laughs>
0: awesome. We got
1: to get more on that shit, but uh since we're we're going to be uh we're going to be rating our wines. We're going to be doing a lot of fun stuff here. And, dude, we're totally going to do a loss by choice because that shit sounds amazing. Yeah, go to our oh, yeah. wine
0: ratings on our website, and you can check out our, our cork rating.
1: Our, our, we have our own DVP cork rating, which is a little fun, but, you know.
2: I'm totally on board with that. <laughs> <laughs> Is cannabis legal out in Wisconsin yet?
0: Uh, not yet. No, oh. we 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 would advocate for that. However, it is not. Yeah, we
1: did see that new wine uh, yeah, you got there.
2: Yeah, that's the real deal.
0: <laughs> so, so <laughs> is it is it like? Explain to us how that works because I've never seen that before.
2: Yeah, so we're the first in the world to do it. Shit, and man. Here's here's why you can't sell alcohol or tobacco in the same building or in the same product as cannabis. Okay. So we were like, okay, shit. Well, the, the wine, you know, weed wine is not going to be a thing. And we are like, wait, what if, what would it taste like if we removed all the alcohol from the wine and replaced the alcohol you... with THC?
0: So how do you do that?
2: So there's, so, so when you're, when you're making wine, if you pick the grapes and there's too much sugar, then they'll make too much alcohol. Sure. And sometimes that that'll either put you in a different tax bracket if you're over fourteen. Oh,
1: that's right. Yeah, game. yeah.
2: So um, there's a lot of there's two companies out there that uh, remove they lower the alcohol of wine. You, you just take out a little bit of the alcohol and it leaves all the flavor behind. So we started working with them on doing a completely elk removed wine and it actually tasted really good um so then we had to find a thc is an oil and oil and water don't mix we had to find a way to make the thc liquid soluble and then um another problem we were seeing is that the uh have you ever had like a brownie and it takes like an hour to kick in yeah yeah, so, like, that's super annoying, right? Like, you're not going
1: to... You don't want to have that, that long wait to feel it, and then it just, like, no, kicks, it's like, it's just, like, sneak up on you, and you have no idea where you are <clears throat> or what's yep. happening. Yeah.
2: So then we uh, partnered up with this company out of Colorado, and um, they have a fast-acting THC, so it's, like, super bioavailable. Whoa. So you feel, yeah, you feel the effects in, like, 8 to 10 minutes.
0: So I'm um, I'm actually a pharmacist.
2: <laughs> oh, cool! Yeah, you know all about this. Then. Why are you laughing?
0: That's healthy. So, yeah, I mean, like I, you can speak this, and I, I'm like, yeah, bioavailability. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Most people don't know no, what that sir. means.
2: <laughs> right, I, I didn't up until a year ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that basically means that you know it gets to your bloodstream faster. To yeah. Thing, so.
2: Yeah. It's, yeah, so that's... So you found the surreal, faster yeah.
0: acting one in Colorado, and that's what you're using.
2: Uh huh. Cool. And then, so how um, long does it
0: take
1: to have effect? Like
2: eight to ten minutes.
1: Really? Wow. So,
2: Which is pretty yeah, much
1: like a glass of wine, right? I mean.
2: Yep, and it's dosed just, just like a glass of wine too. Like, oh
1: wow. We didn't.
2: We didn't want to make something that because there's there's four glasses in a bottle. I don't want to. I like the can way can you least,
1: pour, man. I like the way you pour. Yeah.
0: Yeah. None, of, none of this like,
1: oh, there's Five six glasses. to six
0: glasses in a bottle.
2: Yeah, four, four. No. There's four. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, so we just figured, you know, kept working on it. We've been working on it for about a year and a half now. Um, but I, I made weed wine in college, and that's the illegal, you know, it's not legal to do it that way. Well, sure. Uh, because you just throw a pound of shake into a barrel of Malvasia and the alcohol is, or THC is alcohol soluble. So okay. that would just like oh, shit. five days later, it would just pull the THC out, but, um, it would take longer to feel.
0: Okay. So, on a completely like kind of serious note though, I actually yeah. know a lot of people like patients that want to take THC because they have cancer and things like that. And so like, yeah. this could be a completely easy way for them to do that. Especially if they like wine. No. Yeah, yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Because like, you know, yep. without the coughing shit, like my friend was just telling yep. me how she was trying to get her grandmother who has cancer to do it and she didn't know what to do or how to
1: smoke it or whatever. She should just sneak Like this she could
0: have just had a glass of this.
1: <laughs> so, yep. so I, I did read about this on your website and we did, we did want to ask this. So I'm glad you segued there, but like. So you can only sell it or ship it in California at this present day,
2: right? Yeah. So right now, we you and in, in this will be true probably for the next 10 years, cannabis can't cross state lines.
1: Really? Okay, uh-huh. so you couldn't even yeah. buy
0: it and Because then, it's, although it's not legal in Wisconsin, medical is legal in Illinois, which is 30 minutes from here. The border.
2: Well, and um, and we're partnering up. the The cannabis side of the company is growing like insanely fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're partnering up in our our next six month uh, expansion. If we really lock it down here in California, um, in the next six months, we're going to have uh, production facilities in Washington, Oregon, Colorado, and super close to you, Michigan.
0: Oh, I'm actually from Michigan. <laughs>
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so. I'm from Detroit area, so yeah. Wait, is it <laughs> legal wait, in Michigan? Uh yeah.
2: Yep. It, it's not recreational. The, it's yeah. It's not adult use. It's it's legal on the medical side, but yep. it will go. It uh, will. For adult use. Yeah. So
0: yeah. And I actually, I'm actually going there on Friday, so I, my family still there, so we go there all the time. So.
2: Sweet. <laughs> so it'll, yeah, it'll probably be. I mean, realistically, about a year before we're. For sale in dispensaries yeah. in those other four states. Well, it's um, going to
1: be a huge demand. I can, I mean, I'm, I can already predict.
2: <laughs> Dude, we had thirty million people go to our website like this year already.
1: Wow,
0: yeah. that's yeah. crazy, man.
2: Yeah, we have picked up at like three thousand different publications. The Associated Press covered us a couple times. and
1: so yeah, what, you're what fast is, growing for sure. You are really what are, good. what's your like what's your case volume like across like the board and just in terms of like the wines, like not necessarily the the marijuana stuff.
2: Yeah, no no. Well we haven't made the marijuana stuff yet. We're gonna be bottling oh, it here. Got it. Um here soon. But uh Oh,
1: so it'll be a twenty yeah. it's a twenty seventeen vintage though, It's like technically like the grapes from twenty
2: seventeen? Yes, yeah, okay. yeah. It's a we're doing it in a Sauvignon blanc, right? So, like,
1: what does that taste you know? like?
2: It literally tastes just like a white wine. Like, it's we've spent so much time perfecting the taste. It, like, it just tastes like a white wine now. There's no cannabis aroma or flavor or anything. It's oh,
1: my God. All. Well, and I yeah. actually, I think white wine probably lends itself in the event that there is any sort of, like, herbaceous note or character to it. Is that Sauvignon Blanc that's, can kind of take that, right? Yeah, like that's why.
2: When we started, we thought I thought weed wine should taste like wine and smell like weed, so that's why Sauvignon <laughs> Blanc was the was the route we wanted to go so for that so exact serious. reason. Like, but then as we uh, did more and more case studies and had more and more uh, people try it, um, they were like, "Wow, this! I don't want my wine to smell like weed." Yeah. <laughs> so we just got the aroma out altogether.
0: That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Shit. So it smells like Savian Blanc. It
2: smells like Savian Blanc, like real citrusy, lemongrass. Oh shit! Wow. Peach, yeah, peach and pear. Like it's, it's so, really awesome.
1: So you're bottling
2: soonish. Uh huh. In the next two weeks. Yeah, we're going to be in 1,200 dispensaries. Oh. Um, in June and July. So. Okay,
0: okay. Technically, it would be for sale in the dispensaries where they sell the brownies and the joints uh-huh. and all that's
2: that a, good stuff. Yeah. That's the only place you can sell cannabis is if, it. if it's okay. a licensed dispensary.
0: Okay. Wow. I'm so intrigued. You're going to start a trend, man. Like everyone's going to be wanting to do
1: this. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And each glass, since there's no alcohol in it is 35 calories. Like shut the fuck literally, up. Yeah. You'll never be hung <laughs> over. Like it's, We're really, really stoked on it.
0: Like, it's
1: going to be like this, this, you're going to start this, like, wait, do you have a name for it yet?
2: Uh, we got really creative with that one. We just called it rebel coast.
1: Okay. I mean, that's fair enough. Like,
0: I mean, but it is pretty rebel. Yeah. I'm pretty and sure there's we, a bunch of wine snobs around being like, Oh my god, you can't do that. You just can't
2: Oh yeah, there's people have been saying that shit for years.
0: <laughs> and you're like <laughs> Like like that you're ends. like why your, wait, your giant just wait for giant middle Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: your giant middle oh. finger.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's what you when you have on your back of your wine bottle the velvety blend is a middle <laughs> finger to taking it slow. Like I feel like that's my life <laughs> motto.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was like yes <laughs> yep that's the goal and every year for the Reckless Love in all of our wines every year we write a new pack of the bottle oh really oh, and we
0: gotta hang on to this one yeah. that's cool that's really yeah. cool so that makes me like
1: know the differences too between the two when you're looking at them all right yeah oh this is exciting man I mean, we really appreciate you taking the time. I know for us it's late. It's for you. It's a little earlier, but uh, we really appreciate you taking time, especially out of your drunk history, to <laughs>
2: talk to us
1: <laughs> and tell AJ hi because AJ is our cork friend. Yeah.
2: Oh no way! I'll call him right now. Who's yeah. AJ?
0: He's
2: my little brother.
0: He's <laughs> your little brother. The the under the table. What's up? The under the
1: table guy. Mm-hmm. Under the table at the wine at the
0: winery? Oh, shut the fuck up.
1: (laughs) I like the stick figure that's drawn on his cork. I don't know if they're different for everyone. I'm gonna draw a table next to it though.
2: Dude, I didn't tell him that so like he 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 doesn't like work with the winery or anything like that. (laughs) And I I didn't tell him that I put his num- name and cell phone number on all these corks. Like he runs like this like huge tech startup in Silicon Valley and I was like I was like cool I'm going to um I'll just print a 1000 corks and you know this will be hilarious. And I don't know what happened or how it happened, but in the emails we ended up making a hundred thousand of those <gasps> calls.
1: <court. laughs> oh my god! Does he actually? Get, do you actually? Do you guys actually get a lot of calls from this?
2: Oh, like four or five a day for sure. Oh,
1: fantastic! Okay, okay, yeah, we're gonna call to AJ later. Voicemail.
2: This is effective. Yeah, he had to change his voicemail from. Hey, this is AJ with eye crack. Oh. Hey, this is AJ with eye crack. And this is a, if this is a cork call, just send me a funny text message.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we called you instead then. <laughs> we we might yeah. still send AJ a text message then, we if that's we'll his still preference. Still send him a text oh, message. Oh, yeah,
2: Absolutely. He would love it. He's gotten dude, so he got a random text message. Um so he's yeah, so he got a random text message from someone. I don't even remember what state, and they were like, it was some dude, and he was like, dude, your wine's awesome, it's about to get me laid. And, <laughs> my, and my brother is like, just you know, joking around. He's like, pictures, or it doesn't count. Or he was like, prove it. He's like, dude, I love these corks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, and you can put them on all your bottles now. <laughs> well, good thing you printed
1: 100,000, right?
2: Can you do me a favor? Yeah, just sure. Be like, Hey AJ, so it was at Fort Fort Mason. That was the location in San Francisco. And be like, AJ, I bet you don't remember me, but we, we hooked up under a table. You and your brother were pouring wine at in Fort Mason.
0: Fort Mason. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm on it. I'm on it, dude. Done. Done. done done okay we
1: might have to uh, we might have to like screenshot his response to you
2: oh my gosh please please
0: do oh yeah that. i'll that send was... you the pictures i'll screenshot and send you the pictures of his response
1: Perfect. oh shit this is a fantastic monday night
2: yeah <laughs> right
1: i know i wish oh my all God, my monday nights were it. this fun yeah all right. all right, man. Well, we will let you get back to your Monday night there, Chip. Uh, this has been, an I mean, I said it before, an absolute pleasure. Like, it's been so great talking to you and hearing all about Rebel Coast and just what you've done and what you're doing. And um, we are so fucking excited. About We're so it. happy to, like, have discovered you guys.
2: Uh, we, have, we have a good time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know we
0: can tell we can
1: tell (laughs) we want more of that good
0: time yeah well you come here and then we're gonna have to make a trip out to your winery
2: uh done you will love it
0: yeah I'm super excited Napa's
1: California in general (laughs) is one of my favorite places (laughs) one of the best yeah all right well happy Monday uh and thank you thank you so much for spending this time with DBP yeah
2: (laughs) it's my pleasure
1: all right, well, keep in touch, Chip. I
2: right. right, talk to you. Don't
1: right. Okay, bye. 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 All right, well, that was an excellent interview with Mr. Chip Forsyth from Rebel Coast Winery. He's and so much fun. He's amazing. I actually kind of want to be, like, best friends with him. Like, I think we are way. best friends. You think so? I don't know. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, Shout out to you, Chip. Shout Chip. out to Chip. Chip. See, um, you can do it. I can't do that. I don't know. I just practice with babies. Um, anyway, really freaking unique characteristic that they decide to write phone numbers on the wine and that they're legit. I love that. Right. Like I actually, I remember when you told me that you learned about that and I was like, that can't be absolutely real. That's like a go-to like standard, like message service, whatever. It just speaks to their no bullshit philosophy. Right.
0: Uh, I mean, like they're like, you want to talk to us? We're here. Talk to us. And it's like, that's, do you
1: think that, I mean, really cool. I'm also, given what Chip said, that they get, like, they, I I mean, they, I'm going to say, like, each individual, we didn't even ask him how many people are on the corks, but right. each individual who's on the cork gets four to five calls a day. That, that's significant. Like, I mean, I would... I'm gonna spin this for like a second, and it's not that I think it's particularly reckless. I actually think this is great fucking marketing, to be honest. Yeah. But like, would you consider putting your personal cell phone on a cork reckless? Most likely. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a. But you could be getting calls at any time of the day, right? right. I mean, you can always
0: block numbers, right? But sure. I mean,
1: sure. Especially like. We
0: are in Central Time, but they're in Pacific, so I mean, th- there's a two hour difference there, and
1: well, and I probably wouldn't think that yeah. they would, that people would take
0: advantage of it. They'd probably just be like a shout out. Like, are you shitting me right now? Like, if someone's wasted and they're like, here's a phone number that I'm gonna keep calling because they get, told me to call. True. It, I, I guess like, it
1: depends how drunk you are when you're <laughs> popping the bottle open. Well, I mean, it's what, reckless love. I mean, what like, you're doing. I mean. Actually, if you... Okay. <laughs> I was just just cake. so, like, you wouldn't necessarily serve reckless love wine, like, at, like, a dinner party. Uh, it depends <laughs> on what kind of dinner party you're going to. <laughs> Not one with, like, parents or uh, people you want to... I don't know. I was just going to say. I don't know. I mean,
0: like, I feel like most of the dinner parties I would have would be my friends who would... Totally love That's it. That's fair and enough. It would be fun, yeah, actually. Yeah, you know, like I'm not catering to like the Princess Charlottes of the world over here. So,
1: you mean the two year olds? Yeah, <laughs> three. Is she three? She's three. She's three. She just turned three. Oh, happy birthday, Princess Charlotte!
0: You know what
1: I mean. Um, I know, I know well, exactly she's what you old mean. But, but like, I think they're they're about real. yeah. So like, okay, you're gonna pick up a bottle of wine for like a family function, right? Whether yeah. it's a birthday party or a holiday or something. I'd say the majority of families probably don't have, the majority of extended families Mm -hmm. don't necessarily have that, like, sort of carefree, like, I don't know that my aunts and uncles would all think that this was funny. You know what I mean?
0: Most likely not. That's why you have to, like, first of all... I feel like you just need to hang out with people you like. I mean, granted, you need to hang out with your family sometimes. And I, look, I, mean, I, like, I like my family. family. I like my family too. And I actually We're think my family diverse, would be yeah. cool with that. But, you know, like if your aunt and uncle would be like, oh, we don't know what this is. And da da da. You
1: I'd know, say five yeah. years ago, I wouldn't have. It, I, five years ago, had Reckless Love been around, I. Oh, it was. Mm-hmm. I would not have felt comfortable bringing that to my family. I think now, as I'm a grown up and they know my indifferent wine i think that there's like a little bit more lax nature i think but yeah this listen is good wine's good
0: wine right like well who cares so
1: true you so know true. and not to mention
0: i i i think it's pretty amazing i and you know you know my mother is like a total wine freak so are you gonna bring her some i'm gonna bring her some yeah yeah but it came on Check this shit Actually, out. Actually, I might, bring, I might buy another
1: bottle of this and bring it to I'm tonight. not going to tell
0: her my theory of why it goes in the dark, but... <laughs> Just... You, she'll guess it. No, she won't. You don't think so? No. My mom is
1: like a total you innocent... Your mom's adorable. I love her. Innocent. Little um. Woman. Yeah, reckless love. I mean, there's like a lot of reckless nature and behavior that's out there,
0: but... So tell me about yours. Have you had any reckless nature slash behavior in love Jamie is thinking she just got it. really
1: red. Um. So, no, not partic- not really. I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty straight laced girl. Uh, when you think about it, are you a vanilla love girl? Mm, I wouldn't say that. Would you say what flavor are you giving yourself? Oh shit! But what's a, what are the spectrums? Vanilla's one side. But Vanilla's still... Superman's the other. <laughs> Dude, cotton candy? No. My husband mm-hmm. eats Superman ice cream, and he's a grown-ass adult. Um, I, yes, that is the sound of judgment in my voice. There's no problem with that, man. I don't... Oh, man, no. I don't... He's so funny. Anyway. Um, so, reckless love. I mean... In terms of like doing things that I wouldn't normally do, like I'd say uh-huh. when I was in like high school and stuff, I didn't really date a lot, which was mm-hmm. like kind of weird. Also because I was like slightly pining for my current husband, which is, you know, I don't know if that's sad that or adorable. I think so cute. Adorable. I'm not sure. Adorable. I'm just not sure about that.
0: It's adorable. Mm, okay. Thank you. My husband would have been arrested for being
1: a pedophile if I was pining for him. also true. In high school. <laughs> Yeah, thankfully, thankfully Sean's not that much older than me, but we um yeah, like when I started college, I did date Sean for a little bit, uh current my husband, but I actually broke up with him, which was so bizarre because for years I was like really hoping that he and I could be So like, were do you something. being reckless? I guess maybe, but I think I also was then starting to realize that there are other people. There are other people out there and I think that Maybe some, in some you know weird depth in my brain, I was like, you know what? You should check a couple things out before you settle into whatever it may be. And so I dated this guy from my freshman dorm on and off for like a, a year and a half, almost to the end of sophomore year, I mm-hmm. think, which it, that was stupid. I mean, it was, oh God. So stupid, but, um, he wasn't even that attractive, but <laughs> I don't know what it was. It was just different. But the funniest thing about this is that we dated and I vividly remember somehow we got into like the roof of like our dorm, like there's like pebbles and shit, like all up there. Like we went up the uh, fire escape or so, I don't know, whatever we got up top. We were like looking at the stars There were several of us from our floor. And I remember him him and I like having a conversation and I remember just like laying there and being like, Yeah, but you're not Sean. Oh. And he's like, Yeah, and you're not Jackie. And I was like, oh. Fair enough. Okay. Well, then that was taken care of. Pretty it was quickly. kind of huh? but we still dated for like over another year. Granted, again, on and off. And in between that, I was also sort of pseudo-dating somebody else. <laughs> Is that reckless? No. Maybe? It depends on who you ask. I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess Given that's true. Given your age, probably not. Now, oh. yes. Okay, I did remember something reckless I did. What's that? Um, so I went to a, a pre-orientation program mm-hmm. at my college. So we were gone for like four, three or four days. We got back to the college, and then there was this like annual party hosted by like some of the leaders, like some of the upperclassmen leaders uh, from this orientation pro- pre-orientation program. And one of the guys who was there, I didn't even find whatever. I didn't just like making out with him, and like it was like the most random thing. I'm a freshman; he's a senior. I knew him for all of three days. He wasn't even like my leader, like in my group. Like I didn't particularly know him very well. And uh, this is the same night that I had an entire glass of red wine dropped from a balcony, and it splashed on the ground, and literally just goes like all like waterfall. All over me. There's a lot of spilling of red wine on you. In so this much, but listeners, let me tell you. I don't know if you have any. There's this magical thing called wine away.
0: Yeah, you got me some.
1: Did I get? I did get you some. <laughs> that shit is amazing. I actually just got red wine on some pants, and you can see it. So I spent the day spraying it, dude. You can't even tell it's there. It's amazing. That's
0: amazing. And
1: so what happened at that night, I had red wine all over this jean skirt. And it was like my favorite jean skirt. And I was like, this is like a purple skirt now. Say what? I love that it's a jean skirt. Get this, though. My mother sent me wine away (laughs) in a care package. (laughs) And I sprayed the shit out of it. It was magical. It was totally gone. Totally gone. Reckless love. Reckless love. Reckless wine drinking. Can we just call it reckless wine drinking? Sure. Okay, we can. Okay. Yeah, that's about it. I'm really, I'm really not particularly reckless. I think things through. I'm a planner. You? have been pretty reckless in the past in love.
0: Not going to lie. But. I have had several crazy relationships that have failed. And I have actually pursued relationships that I knew weren't going to work out. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's that whole bad boy mentality thing. Yeah. I was totally after that. Yeah, my first boyfriend actually um, I drove recklessly in my car and got pulled over. <gasps> Dude. And uh, got caught by the cops. And then the, they showed up at my dad's house because <gasps> the phone, the car was in my dad's name.
2: And I was
0: like, what's the problem? I mean, everything's fine. And I was just like, yeah, well, you know, that's just the way life goes. Yeah. No, not
1: okay. So Sarah's, Sarah's ability to weed out some of the better of the bad boys. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yes. You've, You've, you've. grown you've
0: I I have grown yeah no it was it was pretty good I was yeah hot mess hot mess alert (laughs) so I mean like I was not the girl that was I wasn't I was not a slut by any means but I definitely I definitely pursued relationships that were not good for me in certain ways
1: but you knew it going in so did it really hurt you like when you finished oh yeah All around. Really? Oh, God. You just are like. So that's the thing that, like, kind of amazes me is that, like, if you know that it's, like, bad going in, like, do you have, like, great expectations for how it's gonna turn out? Are you more able to cope with, like, the end of it and you're just like, all right, I'm good to go?
0: Nope. You just are just one disaster after another. That's how it works. Yeah, it's not good. Yep. You're just like, well, this isn't going to work, but I'm going to go for it anyway. And then I'm going to trip over myself and like be upset in the process. And then at the end, it's just not going to be good either. So that's an awesome experience.
1: I hope you also don't trip over yourself with a <laughs> bottle of red wine. I, hope <laughs> it.
0: I mean, I will say though, I have learned from all my relationships yeah. involved maybe better people. And none of those people were bad people. Mm. However pretty fucking reckless.
1: i think too though like sometimes and i mean again i explained i'm a pretty vanilla human being oh god that just sounds so negative but like i do like vanilla um like vanilla but like if you think about it as long as you have these experiences and you continue to grow from them like Mm -hmm. are they I don't know that you really want to look at them as being reckless or if it's just looked at as being like a learning experience and something that like helps you like develop more as a person because A, you understand the bad shit. B, you understand the good shit and you understand like, what am I doing with my life? And you kind of like reanalyze, you're like almost forced to reanalyze what the fuck's going on. Right. No, I would agree.
0: Um, I totally agree with that.
1: You know, something interesting that
0: I wanted to bring up that my friend said, my single friend. Yeah. So she told me the other day because I was like, "So, do you have any prospects? Like, how's life? How's dating?" Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes, "No, I mean, I've been on Match or whatever other apps are out there now, and I, I have no idea." And she's like, "And yeah, no luck with them, and I hate them, and whatever." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you know." And she's a great girl, so I'm like, "I know she'll find someone." Yeah. And even as, even if she doesn't, that girl, which she will, but that girl has like. She just has fun. I've heard pros and
1: cons about all of those apps.
0: Yeah. So she says to me, I wish I could just meet someone the old fashioned way at the bar. And I'm like, is that the old fashioned way now?
2: Because I remember
0: when I was like dating and out there that I, I, okay, maybe when I like first started dating, like the whole, like online dating came out but like it was kind of more taboo at the time you know and now it's just, it's it's normal it's like if you're totally if normal. you're dating if you're dating and you're not online then something's wrong with you like why aren't you doing that right but i still like think like
1: <sighs> apps are just what do they do like well, you put what you want to be seen out there i just thought it was so funny that she said that because i was like I love her for that. I
0: know, but I
1: was like, "Wow!" It I used also to, makes I used you want to have like single guy friends so I can like give them to her, right? And I used to look like down
0: on meeting people at the bar, and f- hilarious that I met my husband at a bar. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was through friends, but still, it was at a bar. Yeah, you know, so I'm like, that's interesting that she said that because I feel like but that it was always feel like the norm. But before the online dating. Apps and such
1: came about. I feel I I think that that was looked down on. Yeah, meeting someone, it's very cyclical, don't you think? It seems like it seems like that's the way. So, like, but I think too, well, and I don't know if this goes back to our like millennials, whatever episode, but it's like when you. When you're on the app, like, you have this, like, you lack this social interaction, right? You're already pre-screening. But what if somebody just doesn't convey themselves perfectly on this, like, electronic, I don't know, profile? I honestly think it's just
0: a screening tool to meet people in person. And I know people that have been married through it. Yeah. However, I mean, I don't have... I do, too. I don't have experience, so I don't know, like, I feel like it's also, like, it could be awful,
1: I still feel like this is like a, this is like a, uh, an advertisement to like have like friends set up friends though. And like have like acquaintances, like have like parties and like have like singles and have couples and have whatever there. I agree because that should be a thing. Think about it. Like if you're talking about trying to find somebody who has stuff Mm -hmm. in common with you, like if you have a similar friend, like, you already have, like, sort of that pre-screen, right? Well, also, it's like, yeah, you trust them. Like,
0: yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, is this person a creeper? Are they following you, me home? Exactly. what
1: is happening with us? Like, I don't know, you know? I'd almost feel like if you use a dating app, you just be waiting for the other shoe to drop. Because you're like, oh, my God, this person seems so amazing. Obviously, because that's what everybody wants you to think about themselves. Yeah, however they have, like, I don't know, clown wigs in their
0: basement or something crazy. <laughs>
1: If i ever met somebody, no offense to anybody who likes clowns. I do not like clowns. That's what I'm if saying. I ever met somebody with a freaking clown wig, I'd fucking run the other one. That's what I'm saying. Like, could you imagine if they had a collection in their basement,
0: you'd be Did like we talk fucking about clowns gone. Before? No, I'm just I mean, I just am saying that would be creepy. That would be creepy, and you would not want to be around that, but you can't <laughs> know that. Like your friend would know if there's some creepo with some clown wigs in the basement. But yeah, I mean, no like. And like I would say I don't want to offend someone who's listening who has cr- clown wings in their basement, but if you do, you're fucking weird.
1: Stop. What if that's part of their job? Some, Some people, people like different. to do that. That'd it's different. be different, different.
0: if it's part of their job, but otherwise, I mean, like if you just hoard
1: them for fun. I don't understand that. I'm saying. But. it's creepy. Do you have a... Well... I could go down a whole rabbit hole with this conversation. Yeah, we're not going to go down. All right. Yeah,
0: that's like another topic. We can find something else for that. Oh, yeah. So anyways, I mean, yeah. Reckless love. You know what? So is dating online reckless? I
1: don't... I mean, I don't think it is in this day and age. I think it's standard. I think it's standard too, but I think that I don't... It's funny. And being somebody who's never been on it, but knowing others who have... Like I have friends that have like three or four apps at one time, and I'm like, how? Why? How? Why do you have these? How- I think Tinder you- is the most amazing of all of them because you just swipe, right? You're. It's like, it's dude. Like- I had a coworker. It's like a two second decision. <laughs> I had a coworker. We were out for a happy hour one time. There were several of us coworkers, and she took her phone out. We were on her Tinder app, and we just started swiping. for It, <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. We really, like, no. Uh, she was a little surprised that we swiped certain ones right versus left. I don't remember I don't which know is right. But, but you're right; it's easy. But like, how is that any different than just like scrolling through like a Facebook feed? Like, I feel like there's I still guess, no how personal.
0: How is that different than like walking through a bar, maybe? But I feel right. like
1: walking and through guess a bar, what? you get like people's. Do you really want to go to swagger? some like pret- right? Do you really want to go to like some pretentious bar that you wouldn't normally go to to find somebody? No, you want to go to like your like hole in the wall. if you prefer a hole in the wall. That's the shit that you want to go. to. You want to go to Cheers, and you yes. Well, at- did you know Where that that's a place DBP Cheers? Yeah, um, that's actually a there's a bar in Boston. Dude, I've never been to
0: Boston. I have to go there. But I'm saying you want to go to your neighborhood bar the equivalent to Cheers. And if fine that's where him.
1: you feel comfortable. For but sure. I, mean, I think it's okay if you find them in a different type bar. But, but not like that wild. Like if your scene is not to like get all like dialed up and do like all that shit. Like but sometimes it is. I mean, sometimes you want to get that way. You want that's to feel true. that
0: way. You want to be like your most attractive or that's whatever true. you feel at that point And, you know, go yeah. for it.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I feel wouldn't like necessarily call it reckless, though. I think, it's as not. you said, it's the it's normal. It's, it's the like, norm. It's the norm now. And I would be super interested to hear a little bit more about, like, what's entailed. Because I've heard some horror stories and I've heard some great success stories. Yeah, and I so actually, it's like And I have
0: friends that are married. Yeah, that, me too. But then I also have friends that, like, curse it.
1: So I don't know. I mean, I think there is the There's, best of both worlds out there. Right. Which is why I think you can't necessarily discount the apps all together but you can't necessarily discount like that human i'm just gonna go meet up with somebody exactly whatever agreed, agreed. but yeah reckless love the app app dating is probably not but reckless love i i spring break is reckless love if you went on a spring break like that i never did i missed out sarah oh sweetie i did i was supposed to go to fiji
0: my best friends met her husband on our first spring break, actually, which is crazy, right? It that was is kind weird. of
1: interesting, yeah,
0: but you know it was reckless and it turned so it pans into, out it can pan out, people. it can pan out, reckless love can turn into legit
1: love. yeah, for sure, live the live doctor i the love doctor, maybe reckless you gotta keep levity in your relationships and in life because it's what makes things able to tolerate. I just feel like it like it makes things so much better. Yeah, for sure. So, anyway. Agreed. All right. I think we're coming to an end I of think, episode seven. Yeah. Coming to a close here. We had a fantastic conversation with Chip. Uh, Reckless Love is a... It's a great wine. It's a good wine. Yeah, go out and be reckless, people. Go and have fun, don't, but be smart about your being recklessness. Being your reckless, like <laughs> don't like, put other people
0: like, in danger. Okay, we're like the angel and the devil over here. I'm like, I know. Go for it. Have a
1: good time. And Jamie's like,
0: but wear your seatbelts. Be-
1: yes. Are you <laughs> telling that? Wear a helmet when you ride your bike, people. Jeez. <laughs> I was yelling at somebody earlier today about it. But anyway. Everyone have fun and be safe. Yes. Have fun. Be reckless to a point and be safe. And uh, we will catch you on the flip side, not the chip side. But um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to peace out. So thanks for joining us. Good night, people. Pass the wine. Bitches.